Welcome to the Thriving Authors Podcast, where we delve into all aspects of what it takes to get your dream book out of your heart, onto the page, and into the world, connecting with a wide audience of readers. I'm Dallas, and I don't just want you to be a published author. I want you to be a thriving author, confidently sharing your ideas, making an impact with your words, and owning your unique voice that deserves to be heard. I've spent the past two decades immersed in the publishing industry, building my career as a best-selling author of five books and counting. As a book coach, I have helped dozens of women birth their books and live their dreams. And here's what I know to be true. You deserve abundant creativity, a nurturing writing practice, and a supportive community that inspires and uplifts you through the ups and downs of the writing life. I want to help you write and publish your dream books that grow your audience, grow your business, and grow your legacy. On this podcast, you will find behind-the-scenes lessons from my own book writing and publishing journey, interviews with successful published authors, and tips and advice you can start using today to move you forward in your writing life. You don't have to do this alone. Let's get started. Hello, friends. I am so excited to share this episode with you today. I got to speak with my friend, Nicole Baker, who is a coach who helps high achievers ditch perfectionism, cut the hustle, and start achieving goals with fun and fulfillment. Having grown up in a family immersed in the personal development world, she has been attending seminars and absorbing personal growth tools her whole life. And she has helped hundreds of perfectionists accomplish goals ranging from starting their own businesses to finishing a half marathon. She's been featured in many publications, including Thrive Global, the Self-Helpless Podcast, and The Mighty. And she is the CEO of Life Coach Baker LLC, and she hosts the Life Coach Baker Podcast. I sat down with Nicole to talk about actionable tips that you can implement today to help you, one, notice the sneaky ways that perfectionism comes up in the writing process, and two, overcome perfectionism in these moments to help you get back into that juicy flow of creativity. I really think you are going to have so many nuggets of just great takeaways from my conversation with Nicole. So many writers that I talk to and that are in my coaching programs find perfectionism to be something that really is a stumbling block with not only making progress on their writing projects, but also just having the joy and fulfillment in actually being in that creative flow. So I think that Perfectionism is a great topic for you to tackle and to feel like you have some great tools um, to deal with that the next time it comes up for you. So I hope you enjoy. I would love to hear what your big takeaways are from my conversation with Nicole. Welcome, Nicole. Oh, this is so exciting. I'm jazzed to talk about this today, let me tell you. <laughs> yes. Well, so let's get into it. So overcoming perfectionism to finally write your book. I think this is something that holds so many of us back in so many areas of our life, particularly writing our books, which is something that for so many of us is so important to us. And so it's like, I think it really holds us back. So maybe if you wanted to start off by talking about, you know, how you feel like perfectionism comes up in the writing process and particularly like in sneaky ways, right. That we might not even notice that it's there. Absolutely. I think the biggest one that we see is, you know, you're sitting down, you say, 
I'm finally gonna write a book. It's my day, it's my year, it's gonna happen. And then the expectations go up. And then it's like, well, it's not only the book, it's the best damn book you've ever seen in your entire life. And it'll be a number one New York Times bestseller. And like, just the expectations go so high that I feel like one of two things really happen. One is you sit down to write and your brain just deletes writing a first draft. It's like, you are writing the final draft of your book and go. And your brain's like, uh, crickets. So it's almost this, this amount of overwhelm just takes over you. And when we get into overwhelm, our brain shocks into fight, flight, freeze mode. And normally it is freeze and run away and go procrastinate, scroll through TikTok, clean your kitchen. Oh my gosh, I've been wanting to file my taxes all year. You know what? It's December. I should go ahead and do that right now. Like we lean towards things that might feel more comfortable or safe. But the other side of it, I feel like could show up in, okay, well, not only am I going to write the book, it's going to be the best dang book you've ever read in your life. I have to write 3,000, 4,000 words a day. Like basically slam your foot on the gas, put these insanely high amounts of pressure on yourself and we burn ourselves out. We wonder why we're like, oh my gosh, that was not an enjoyable experience for me. I wonder why. And it's like, oh, because I was pushing myself beyond the limits of what I could handle at the moment. And if it sounds really black and white, it's because it is. In perfectionism, we tend to think very, very black and white. So I feel like those are the two main ways it shows up. I feel like another like sneaky way it could show up is like, again, when you're writing the, I'm going to heavy air quotes first draft, you might like write a sentence, delete, 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 write it again. No, not good enough. Delete, 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 delete. And it's just like, it takes you so much longer to get through rather than just staying in the flow. Yeah. And I've never written a book, but I've done hundreds and hundreds of hours of podcasts and all those require a lot of outlines and stuff for the podcast. And if I'm in that self-edit mode of writing and deleting, writing and deleting and writing and deleting, I will never freaking press record. So it's like, you have to get almost in the state of flow to like get it all out before you can say, okay, let's relook at this. Wow. That was a sentence. <laughs> like, like go back and redo it. So I feel like those are like the main ways. I, I'm curious because you are much more familiar with the author, uh, author's journey than I am. How does that sound? Does that sound about right? Yes. That sounds spot on. And especially when you were talking about, I think so many of us, we're big readers, especially if we want to write, we love to read mm-hmm. and we forget, we take a book off our bookshelf and we think, the author sat down and wrote it exactly as we're reading it. We forget all the drafts that went into it, all the editors, all the people who helped the author get it to that place. And we hold up, like you're saying, this expectation, like our first draft should be up to that level of that book that we love, which is so, it's just, it's not true. It's not true at all. I think a really fun exercise, and I don't know if this is possible, but I think it'd be something to at least try is Find a book maybe written by someone you know or someone who have a mutual friend with or someone who you could just send a DM and not throw up in the process (laughs) and ask them, like, do you still have the first draft of your manuscript? Would it be possible for me to see it? Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's possible. I do this with podcasts a lot. Like if someone's like, I'm so afraid to press record on my first episode because I'm listening to all these other shows who are on episode number 565, I say, go back and listen to episode one. Yeah, it sucks. And that's great. We want to see that because we want to show our brains, oh, we're allowed to make something bad in order to make something good. So I wonder if that would even be possible. Or even if it's just um, talking to an author, hey, Mm -hmm. what was your experience writing your first draft? 
I guarantee you, they won't say it was stellar. It was amazing. It was Pulitzer prize worthy. No, everyone's going to say it sucked, but we made it good. Yeah. I love that. I think that is such a great tip. I love how you said, you know, create something bad to get to something good. And I think that's why it's also so helpful to be, to know, to connect with other writers, join a writer's group, be in a workshop. One thing that I do with my program um, is we have a workshop where we share our first drafts, which can be very vulnerable and scary, but also you realize you read other people's first drafts and you realize this is just the first step. Like it's going to go through many iterations before it gets published. So I love that. And I think that's such great permission to kind of quiet down those perfectionist voices in our head, which as you described so beautifully, like can be so black and white. And I think so much of creativity happens like in the mess, kind of in that gray area. Um, so I just, I love, I love that. Um, well, and maybe thinking about, so you kind of touched upon like how to overcome perfectionism in those moments or like at least recognizing, that perfectionism is happening. So like, for example, if someone says, okay, I want to write my book, I'm going to put pedal to the metal and do 4,000 words today. And then, oh my gosh, I sit down to write and that's way too overwhelming. I can't do this. Like, I guess, do you have some little tips for ways that people can then kind of get past that perfectionism? Because unfortunately, I feel like for me, realizing it is one thing, but then actually sort of being able to move through it sometimes is like a whole different um, part of the process. I feel like anytime you recognize something, you're like, oh, I'm doing this thing right now. We forget the step two, which is replace it with something. Mm -hmm. I like to almost think about it like you're in a garden and you're wanting to plant a flower. You don't just like dig a hole and stop. (laughs) You have to put the flower and its roots in the hole and cover it up. When we're just left with a gaping hole, we're just going to be staring at the hole, like freaking like um, hyper-focusing, looking at it. So I think recognizing perfectionism is looking at the hole and saying, oh, I have a hole here. What do I do with it? And I think it really depends on what stage you're in. If you're in the procrastinating stage, like, oh my gosh, I'm getting so overwhelmed by the idea of writing this book. Um, I'm going to go read 10 pages of my favorite comfort book because, you know, that's an easy thing to do. The major thing that I would say to do in those moments is chunk things down. Don't just say, okay, Thursday afternoon, I'm going to write my book. Your brain's going to light up like a Christmas tree and freak out and run away, right? Instead, I'm going to write the first draft of chapter four because that's the one that I've been thinking about nonstop. Or I'm going to write 500 words or 200 words, but making it something small and digestible rather than big and overwhelming. Our brain craves clarity, like a freaking, it's like an addiction. It loves clarity. And if I say, okay, reading my favorite book, which is extremely clear to me versus writing my book, which is like, uh, kind of, yeah, sort of it's in there, which is my brain going to gravitate towards? Of course, it's going to gravitate towards reading the book that I've read a million times. Mm -hmm. So really chunking things down, making it as clear as possible. I call these one sitting tasks. What is something you can do in about 90 minutes, an hour or less and make it as clear as possible. Writing your book, you cannot do that in 90 minutes or less. Your brain will freak out. (laughs) But instead, writing the first 200 words, that you can do in 90 minutes or less. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So really chunking it down. Now, on the other side of the things though, I'd say if you're looking at the people who are pushing pedal to the metal, Mm -hmm it's a piece of advice and it's planting the flower that a lot of people really hate. And that is 
you got to slow down. Now I've literally had people, I call these high achievers or the overachievers. I've had overachievers hang up the phone on me when I tell them to do this because they literally are like, oh my God, if I slow down, I'll be not good enough. I'll be mediocre. I won't be that high achiever that I've attached so much of my identity and my worth to. And I understand. I think it's, it's nice to have, you know, big goals and go after them. Heck yeah. But when it's from this place of, oh my God, I'm not good enough. And I will be good enough when that's when perfectionism really comes into play. So by slowing down, first of all, you open up more space for you to allow creativity in the room, which writing a book, I think that's pretty important. But also you allow yourself to breathe. You allow yourself to have fun. And this is the thing high achievers and overachievers tend to really forget. I'm allowed to have fun in this process. So in addition to slowing down, I'd really say like, how can I have more fun today with this? And I guarantee you, it's not slamming my foot on the gas by writing 5,000 words. I love that, Nicole. I just think that is, it's, because it's so important too. I mean, if you think about it, if you write your book, but you really hated every word Mm -hmm. of it, you know, you like really hated the process and you felt so stressed out. It's almost like, what's the point even of, of doing it? And I really believe I've seen with all the clients that I've worked with that, like the act of writing your book is really a transformational process. Like you're really unearthing this wisdom inside of you. You're owning your voice. You're sharing your story. But what came up for me is like this idea of if you try to rush through that or go too fast, like you can't rush the transformation. Um, And so I love that idea of just like giving yourself permission to kind of have it unfold in the time that it's meant to and not trying to rush through it, um, you know, or to put those, that pressure on yourself because yes. exactly what you're saying. I think that pressure is, it, it just really um, makes it so challenging for our creativity to emerge. Mm-hmm. So then that's when things like writer's block come up, imposter syndrome, when perfectionism gets worse. Yeah. And so I just think that such good advice for like so many issues that come up during the writing process. I think everyone on their nearest sheet of paper needs to write down like the transformation, you can't rush the transformation, what you just said. Like everyone needs to write that down in a big black Sharpie on their page and be like, by Dallas Wormwood, or excuse me, Woodburn. Like, that is just like so good. And I couldn't agree more because like one of my least favorite quotes is pressure creates diamonds. Mm-hmm. And it just like emphasizes this hustle culture. We've been just so taught and There's a lot of studies coming out recently that when we're in that state of hustle, it's actually creating a lot more um, uh, cortisol in our body, which is killing us very slowly. It's giving us a lot more mental health issues and like all this stuff. It's just creating so much more problems than it's solving. Mm -hmm. The thing that I think a lot of people experience is, you know, we live in a world where we can Google something and have the answer in 0.25 seconds. Mm -hmm. We're used to getting things really fast and finishing a book is not something you can do very fast. I've heard, I've seen like those Instagram ads that are like, write a book in three days. And I'm like, no, (laughs) I don't want to do that. Um, I just think that like, we've forgotten how to enjoy the journey. Mm. And when we sit down and really actually enjoy the journey, underline, italicize, bold, the word enjoy, it bleeds into everything. It bleeds into how we interact with our spouse, our kids, our family, our friends, ourselves. It bleeds into how we rest, how we coach, how we show up in our career. It bleeds into everything when we enjoy a process. Mm -hmm. And it's 
so uncomfortable because we're so taught to either live in that black and white and enjoyment is so in the gray, Mm -hmm. but it's where true fulfillment lies. I I believe that so heavily. Mm -hmm. Um, So as difficult of a tactical advice as this is, ask yourself what the gray looks like for you because it's going to be different for everyone. And go off your gut with that. Try it out. Throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. But this whole black and white stuff, it's not serving you. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's writing your book. Yes, it's so, so true. And I just, yeah, the more I've written, gosh, I've published six books now. And what I've learned through the process is I used to put so much emphasis on finishing, right? Like when I finish this book, I will feel so accomplished and proud and X, Y, Z. And what I've learned more and more with every book I write is that the magic really lies in the process, like in enjoying that process. Like that's where, that's what we have control over. That's where the magic is. That's where the transformation is. And I had um, one writer friend, she told me like, no matter what happens with my book, like no matter if it becomes a bestseller or if two people read it or whatever, like if I enjoy the process, that's like the worst that can happen, right? Like at least I enjoy the process of writing my book. And I was like, that's so, that's just so true. And I feel like it's so freeing to sort of put your energy in that and in the process than trying to have all that external stuff, like at the end of the, of the line. Yes. And also I see like, I see so often people say, um, you know, I'm uh, like on my to-do list on my year long to-do list is write my book. Mm-hmm. When we have that, our brain will only send that hit of dopamine. When we check off write book. Yeah. That is a whole heck of a lot of work to do before that one check mark. And our brain loves checking things off. It's again, it's a hit of dopamine. It's addictive, but if write chapter one, write paragraph one of chapter one, right. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. write chapter six, um, review and, uh, re-edit chapter seven. Like when all of those are check marks, our brain gets a hit of dopamine each time we do them. Meaning we are rewarding ourselves along the journey rather than just at the end. Yeah. When we just reward ourselves at the end, we become those hamsters on a hamster wheel, just chasing, 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 achievement after achievement. And what I've seen over and over again is by the time you're at the end and you're ready to check that mark, there's another one you're already behind on checking off that one. So like who needs to celebrate this? There's another one you need to achieve. And it just, it it constantly conditions this idea of I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough yet. I'm not good enough yet. I'm not good enough yet. And, um, by chunking it down and allowing yourself to really celebrate the journey, enjoy those little check marks along the way. It's like, Oh yeah, I did this. Oh yeah. I'm good. Oh man. Like, you know, it, it just doesn't make that hamster wheel go so quickly. And it just, we all need a little bit more of that, not just in writing our books, that's just in daily life in general, I feel like. Yes. I, I just love that. You've given so many wonderful nuggets here for, like you're saying, things that help with writing our books, but also spill over into all areas of our lives. And I just feel like helping, helping people kind of embrace that identity of, I am a writer. Like, I am doing this, right? If you're celebrating every day when you're checking off those paragraphs, you're really like, instead of having this identity of perfectionism of I can't do this, you're really like embracing that I'm doing this. Like I'm a writer, I'm doing this. So I just think that is so powerful. Um, And I just, I 
really want to make sure that people know how to get more of you because I feel like we've just hit like the tip of the of the iceberg with perfectionism. Um, you've given so many wonderful tips, but I know you have um, a really special free gift for yes. our summit attendees. Can you share a little bit about that? I absolutely can. Um, so I have a mini course, it's called Unsubscribing from Perfectionism. And it's about diving really deep into three different types of perfectionism that tend to live within us. Um, we're not just one type. When we're doing one activity, we tend to lean into one. When we're doing one, we tend to lean into another. So I have a course all about learning about what your specific types is and how it shows up for you in your life, but also the step-by-steps on how to overcome it. And your audience is amazing. What you do is amazing. I'd love to offer it to you guys totally for free. So if you go to lifecoachbaker.com forward slash perfectionism, you can see it there. And then just go to unsubscribing from perfectionism, the package and enter code Dallas 100. It'll Thank be right you. There. That is so generous of you to offer that. Um, and I'm, I'm going to go take a look at it because I had never thought about like different levels of perfectionism, different types of perfectionism. So I want to, I want to learn more about this too. And then how can people find you, follow you? I mentioned, I love your podcast. Like what are the best ways for people to get more Nicole who, who just really love all that you're about and want to soak up more of your, of your wisdom? You're a ball of light. I enjoy you so much. You're great. Um, my podcast is called the Life Coach Baker Podcast. It's available literally anywhere you listen to the podcast. Um, I'm also most active on Instagram at Life Coach Baker, and I'm starting to dabble into the TikTok a little bit more. I am also on there at Life Coach Baker. Um, have very low expectations because I'm, <laughs> I'm such a granny when it comes to TikTok. I don't understand it, but I'm most active on Instagram for sure. And if you want to learn more about coaching and other courses and stuff that I offer, you can go to lifecoachbaker.com. Thanks for spending time with me today. Please hit that subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. And I would love for you to join me in my free Facebook group. It's called Book Breakthrough Community, and it's full of other heart-centered writers sharing resources and supporting each other. We discuss the podcast episodes. I regularly go live with free challenges, and you may even meet your new writing partner to swap pages with. Join us on Facebook at Book Breakthrough Community, and you can always reach out to me personally at Dallas Woodburn Author on Facebook and Instagram. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast and your ideas for new episodes. Until next time, happy writing. Happy writing.